Bonjour, mes amis, and welcome to another edition of the Denalysis Fancy Football Podcast. Natalie has her head in hand because Already. of my French, my nice continental. Oh, beginning. but it has been the international break has rubbed off on you. Well, that's and it. Not in a good way. That's it. I was watching. I was watching the France game the other night. I realised it was horrifyingly boring. Um, Who did France play? France played Bulgaria, and they're playing tonight as well. France? Yes, yes. That's a bit late, isn't it? Oh, I guess it's only Tuesday. It goes on. It, it goes on. It starts on Thursday, and it finishes and it never on ends. Tuesday or Wednesday. I think there might even be games tomorrow, but yeah, still games going on today. Yeah. It's Tuesday here. I mean, it's been a while, hasn't it? We missed the whole week. We did. How did you feel about not talking about fantasy football for a week? So cleansed. I even did a tweet. I don't know if you saw it. If you, you follow us at the Danalysis, I did Ooh. a tweet about how um, get that early plug in. No football, and I am feeling cleansed and free. No <laughs> idea what the other two are feeling. It's possible Ant isn't even still alive. Honestly, when you sent that tweet, I, d- I remember seeing it, and I was very like, I was personally offended for a moment. I was like, I miss football, oh. and then. I got to now and I'm like I, I've actually quite enjoyed it it's felt quite cleansing because I ha- you know when you're playing fantasy football for a while and you're just every week you're underperforming and it just it, it <laughs> and bang, you just need a break it breaks you down slowly oh you haven't introduced us I haven't we, we went straight in yeah so I'm your your host who doesn't name his hosts and guests and people uh, I'm Dan you're Natalie it's true it is true all right, so uh, I guess we should we should start off with the bad things that happened over the international break, the injuries. The international break is the bad thing that <laughs> yeah, happened yeah. over the international that, break. That's like the overarching bad thing, mm-hmm. and then also smaller bad things like uh-huh. injuries to players who would play in your fantasy league teams. Tell me about them. So, obviously we have, uh, this didn't actually happen in the international break, but we have Morata, who's out. Yes, but we know now that he's fully injured, and not just yeah. like a little bit injured. Yeah, so I was trying to find some, some concrete stat, uh, mm-hmm. concrete info on this earlier. And there's, there's some sort of hint that he might be back around the 18th of October, okay. but he's also still quite a doubt. So I, I don't know what's going on with that, but it seems like he's got a, like a hamstring muscular injury, which are usually the longer ones. He's likely going to be out for at least a couple of weeks, mm. possibly longer. He's not the guy to go for right now, obviously. No, which is so annoying because I literally played my wild card. And got him in? No, I didn't get him in. Oh. Because he'd already been injured by the time yeah. I hit play. Oh, but right. he was the driving force behind it. Right, yeah. So and now he was I'm very just going to jig my team so that when he's back, I can just do a like for do like do a quick swap yeah. I mean he is a good price as well because he's a, the low 10s at yeah. what 10 point 10.4 is he dropped I've written he was no, 10.3 10. 10. he's 10.3 now oh right okay okay um, yeah so we also have Shkodran Mustafi the Arsenal defender mm-hmm. he's uh, apparently got quite a big injury do, does anyone have Mustafi in their first team I mean, so I was going to say that I don't think many people do because the, the choice guys to go for are Arsenal are Monreal yeah. or Kolasinac, mm-hmm. um, or maybe even Bellerin. I know he's quite a popular choice, but the thing is, it's more of the implications of how you rate Mustafi, you know? Like, if you feel like he's what holds that defence together, uh-huh. maybe you might want to panic and get rid of your Arsenal defenders. Mm-hmm. Personally, as an Arsenal fan, I think he's one of our worst defenders. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I won't worry too much about that, but he's going to be out for a long time. Uh, Sadio Mane, that broke mm-hmm. today that he's going to be out for at least 
at least, I don't want to say at least, for around six weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is a blessing or a curse, because... It's a blessing to me. <laughs> um, why? Why? I, because this has made my decision for me right. what I'm going to do this week. Yeah, so this is it. I was quite concerned about Liverpool midfielders, hmm. and I'd got Coutinho in, yeah. because he's always my, my guy. Yeah. I trust him. I have you faith like in him. I do. Um... But I was worried, hmm. like, oh, when Mane comes back, what's that? Was he? Because he was already out. He was just out. He was suspended. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was doing yeah. whatever he was doing that wasn't playing football. So I was a bit concerned, and I've thought about Salah as well. I'm not that interested. I can't hmm. tell you why. I'm just not. Um. So yeah, I think maybe if, especially if you're playing with your wild card at the moment, Mane being injured maybe isn't the worst thing yeah yeah totally I think a lot of people have got their wild cards mm-hmm. this week right so for, for me the, the Mane thing is, is good because what it means is I was I have Mares in my team which spectacularly failed but I was worried about having a midfielder that cost me 9.4 yeah that, that was what he was at and I was having doubts over Liverpool because they've got some tough fixtures yeah I know the next two fixtures are United and Spurs and I the only reason I was keeping Mane is because I know he's traditionally performed in those big games and mm-hmm. gotten big goals. So I was like, I can't drop him because I think he might get goals in these games. But also, I don't really want to have a Liverpool midfielder against these defences. Yeah. So it's made my decision for me that we'll go on to in a, in a moment like what I'm going to do with that. But it's also going to free up a lot of cash for yeah, me, for which sure. is needed. Uh, the last one is Fellaini, who's been quite a popular choice. Yeah, people are going nuts over Fellaini. Is yeah. it because he's so cheap? It's because he's cheap. And, and he obviously scored two goals in, in the last game. But he he is kind of a weapon. Like, when Man United play him, like, you can just kick the ball at him and it just goes in because he's so tall. He's so big. He just needs to get in the way of it and it goes in. So he was an interesting one as, like, a fourth or fifth midfielder. Yeah. I would never have done it because, he, you know, I'm, like, with Man United players anyway, I... I'm still have no Lukaku. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about being in Lukaku. Really? Yeah. That's that's interesting. I but... don't have Kane. <laughs> the, the true MVP. Yeah, so Fellaini, he's... I think a lot of people have just got him in around now and they're probably going to be a bit disappointed yeah. unless mean, they've wildcarded. Everyone should know that you don't make your transfers over an international yeah. break before the internationals yeah. have finished. Because I used to do it. It's chaos. I used to do it. I used to get away with it, but also I used to be a worse fantasy league player. So it yeah. is... It's not worth the risk, I don't think. It's not. Unless unless you're really desperately trying to get someone in who's like Harry Kane, who, he's the one of the few players that has risen a lot over the break. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I have for injuries. I mean, those are the most... Nice most up. significant ones. There was an injury scare for Romelu Lukaku, but he seems to be fine. All right, game week seven review. It, it seems you don't so want long to talk ago. about the international games at all. Oh, I guess we could. We don't actually want to talk about the international games because we don't give a shit. <laughs> um, I've got some highlights. Okay, okay, that'd be great. Kane scored twice. Eriksen scored twice. Yeah. The end. Yeah. That that's Spurs. We, it's really weird. I, I feel like I'm becoming a Spurs fan, which is, it's is horrifying. It's just they're, they're so, those players are so reliable. Like, I, I did actually catch both of the England games. And I did. On Sunday, I didn't even realise it was on. Like, yeah. I literally didn't realise it was on until the full time. I didn't seek flight. it out. I didn't know what day it was going to be on, but I was like, is there an England game this weekend? And, and I looked it up and I was like, oh, Lithuania. But I was thinking, you know, 
I'll watch I'll watch my boy Kane. I'll see how he does. Mm. But both games, 1-0. And the first game, Kane scored in the 93rd minute to win it. And it it was a really good finish. And I, yeah, I guess, what have you been doing for the last hour and a half? Oh, it was dreadful. It was right. dreadful. Both games were dreadful. And this is the thing, though. It's Harry Kane again. Like, just give him one chance and he scores it. Mm. And that was the one takeaway I had from that. I didn't see Ericsson's goals. Um, I did see a bit of France. Lacazette played for France. He started, didn't really do much, didn't set the world alight. Um, yeah, I didn't see anything else that I think feel as relevant. You're right. Maybe we shouldn't have talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, Sonny, Sonny got an assist. Oh, I didn't see I think see he that. got a goal in the first game as well. But I saw that he had played. I yeah. saw him congratulate someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I think Germany had a really successful break, as they usually do. Uh, two two things I found quite interesting though. Uh-huh. Gordon Strachan, Scotland manager. Yes. He blamed his players' genetics for their underperformance. I heard this and I was really <laughs> confused and I was like, you know what? I'm yeah. Out. Yeah. So it, basically, he said genetically they're a bit behind the other countries. What? Only Spain are, are, are more behind them. You know, Spain who have traditionally struggled in the in the world tournaments. What? Uh, but is he okay? He he sounded. Like he'd done some hard drugs. He was just, he was just like, oh, we're a bit behind on the genetics, you know. Our players are a lot smaller and weaker than the others. We have to work that much harder to get to the ball. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it was so weird. He was just like, oh, we have to fight harder to get to every ball. And the interesting, interesting thing about that is, you know, the tallest average team, it's uh, the Netherlands, who are pretty much all but out. So they, they play Sweden tonight. Right. They need to win. And this actually ties in with the other point. The uh, Netherlands manager, he uh, laughed at the suggestion from a, a member of the press saying that what, what would you do if Sweden won 8-0 tonight? Because right. that would mean they'd be basically out unless they had a massive score against Sweden tonight. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Dick Advoca laughed at the suggestion. Um, Sweden went and won 8-0. So, Who were they playing? Uh, the, can't remember. It was a team that France played, um, and France struggled against them. I think it was Luxembourg. And That's France, not even a real country. France drew 0-0 with Luxembourg, and then, yeah, Sweden beat them 8-0. Um, anyway. I have some positive international news okay. as well. This is nice. That we have discussed at least twice now. Yeah. The, the Norwegian FA oh, is, is going to start play, paying professional footballers, both men and women, the same amount of money. Yeah. That's great. Which is so lovely. It's great. It'd Obviously, be... the men are still going to be richer because sponsors and other shit. But yeah, and I, I mean, in Norway, I don't think they have a lot of but still, like... world beaters. But it's a positive step from. It's a good thing that a country is deciding to do this. I think it'd be great if mm-hmm. the likes of England would do this yeah. because that'd be a big statement. And especially you look at England, you look at the way England's men's team have performed, and uh, compared to the women's team, mm-hmm. like. Now will be a good time for it. For real. All right. Anyway, let's crack on to the game week seven review. Let's. This this was a uh, this is a good week, wasn't it? Do you remember it? We remember nothing. <laughs> it feels so long ago, and I was really struggling today. I had to fire up match of the day again because I, I've checked <laughs> out. I've checked out. But at least it's online now. Yeah. You can watch it legally. That is that is a good thing. Um, but I, I I mentally check out because it's like I'm always thinking about fantasy league. Take this time off. Um, it's, it's kind of freeing it's nice uh, well, we're going to start off with the Chelsea Man City game so it's 1-0 mm-hmm. to Manchester City yes uh, Kevin De Bruyne this is someone who is a popular 
a popular removal, a properly yeah. like, popular transfer out for I, many teams. Like I just don't think you should base this one goal on anything. No, no, I totally. still don't think he's worth having in your it's, team. It's just funny that it's happened again, like after that that period where everyone dropped him and then he got yeah. two assists and then he, he got another assist or whatever. And mm. it, it's kind of funny, but uh, Gabriel Jesus with yes. the assist. Yes. And to, well, this match, like overall, sheer domination from Man City. They had 17 shots to Chelsea's four. Uh, Morata did actually have a chance quite early on to score mm. um, but Pep was so happy it was, it was a treat to listen to him after the match I'm just, really here for Pep this season he's really nice isn't he he's my favourite manager I, I love apart the, from Chris Union Hutton <laughs> Chris yeah. Hufton yeah yeah the Hufton <laughs> the Huftmeister um, he's him and Conte are my two favourites. I don't understand why you like Conte. Let's not get into Conte's Conte. passion. If Dan starts talking about Conte, we'll be here for but, the rest of the year. <laughs> but this match was what I'd argue the two best managers in the league going head to head. And one of them absolutely dominated the other. Uh, the Morata early injury, I, I think, did kill Chelsea's chances a bit. Mm. Interesting that they, rather than bring Batshuayi on, went for Willian yeah. and played without a striker. So that's damning. I was not impressed. It's a damning indictment on Batsman. He came on towards the end though, didn't he? He did. He came on for like five minutes or ten minutes. But well, it's frustrating because I don't like. Obviously, Batsman isn't a bad player. He's not. But he's... he has such. He seems to have really bad luck mm. when playing for Chelsea. Like when playing for Chelsea in big game, in games yeah. that aren't the FA Cup. Yeah. And I just feel like you can't if you're not going to give him a chance. Mm. Like more from that's more than five minutes in a league game yeah. then what's the point in having what you got to do why have you got a backup striker if you'd rather bring on a midfielder yeah so but yeah that that was that was kind of unfortunate for bats i think it, it just seems he's out of favor um but yeah for me man city are the form boys in the league right now mm. i mean i wouldn't write chelsea off i think chelsea were you know they're still in it because it was only yeah. one nil yeah but but they lost the guy who's been in form for them and uh, yeah, Pep seems to have hit the heights that, that people were expecting him to when he arrived at City. He's got them playing his game. And for me, get the boys in. Get the boys in. Get three City players in. You know, I was looking at... I'm not going to get him in because it's just not how my team yeah. is set up. But I was looking at Edison. Hmm. And I was like, damn. You don't want him for... like He's not a guy you get in for saves. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to make saves. The clean sheets. But this kid clean sheet and all over the place They've and look how far City have come since Hart yeah yeah and last year City were really struggling to keep clean sheets now conceded what I think it was two goals in the, the opening however many games mm. that's a, re- a really good positive uh, improvement bear in mind also companies out so I think Pep is finally coming into form if you could pick three City players who would it be um, Jesus Sterling and Otamendi yeah for me, I'd, I'd say Jesus, Sterling and Sane. That's exactly what I'm doing this week. I think I'm going to get... I don't think I can get Otamendi in. Like, yeah. I don't think I can twist my team enough to yeah. get a City defender in. But I'm definitely keeping Jesus for now hmm. and definitely getting Sterling in. They have a fantastic run of fixtures. They're all greens. And when you look yeah. at how they're playing compared to another yeah. team, Man United, they're, they're, they dominated the league winners last yeah. year. And that, that says a lot to me. But yeah, like I say, don't write Chelsea off. They have they have Bournemouth up. Well, they have Palace next. And I think they have a tougher game than they have Bournemouth. No. No? Palace, Watford, Bournemouth. Then United. Palace, Watford, Bournemouth. Then West Brom. 
then Liverpool, and then a yeah. straight run of greens yeah. for like until Christmas. Yeah, so I think if like you have Christmas, if if you're looking at Chelsea. I'd, I probably wouldn't look at Hazard. Like, no. But that defence is like, where you got to go. I was... Do you think... I just can't... Aff- like, I can't get my head around putting that much money in defence. Mm. But at the same time, I was thinking about it yesterday and I was looking at Fabregas and Pedro and mm. I was like... They don't have anyone in midfield that you I can rely on. Yeah, I don't want either of these. Now mm. I know if they're even going to play. So before Mane got injured, mm. I was looking at doing uh, Sesk. Because he's 6.9. Yeah. And he frees up a lot of money. But I was like, I know they got Palace next, but Sesk, he's... You're relying on him getting assists, and with Maratta out, that's a problem. Yeah, who's he going to give the ball to? Yeah, because he was he was working really well in tandem with him. And I didn't see Hazard as reliably prolific enough to, to replace him. So, to me, I just look at that and I'm like, there's no one in midfield I'd go for. You don't know who's going to play striker. Yeah. I mean, William probably seems like the guy. It looks like he might get the nod over Batch White, but we don't know that. Yeah. So, to me, like, you've, you've got to look at the defence for Chelsea because they have good fixtures. Mm. As for Equator, been getting goals and assists from defence. Yeah. Also, interesting, he was moved to right wing back. Despite Moses and Zappa Costa both being available, he was playing further forward, which meant Christensen, uh, Cahill and Rudiger were, were the deep-lying defenders. But yeah, I think those, if you can afford them, you know, Azpilicueta 6.6 yeah. looks like a, a good shout. So Tottenham, well, actually Huddersfield versus Tottenham. I've got 3-0 here because I forgot about the late goal from uh, Sissoko. This was painful yeah. to watch. As a... Do you watch the full game? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, apart from when my stream kept cutting out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying. Um, I missed the third goal because my stream literally just stopped. Hmm. And I miss the actual ball going into the goal of the second goal yeah. because my stream just stopped. Um, I, as a self-professed Huddersfield fan, <laughs> this was pe- like just the defenders being everywhere. And it was not Lerva, being wasn't it? Oh, he was Mr. Lerva Lerva. Lerva Lerva. <laughs> what was he playing at? Lursal, what was he doing? I've written an absolute joker oh, this week. He, you know what though? Lursal, besides his moments of taking too long on the ball, he actually didn't get punished for those. It was Lerva who was punished twice. Yeah. Because you had that first one where he just misjudged the ball. The ball. Yeah. And Kane, the worst guy to give that much time... And I loved his finish. It was like, he looks up, he was like, that's where I'm going, and he hit. Yeah. But you couldn't have asked for Lussell to do anything there. He was in no, no man's land. No, no, no. Um, and I think this is, it's fine yeah. that Huddersfield lost this. I yeah. don't think anyone was expecting anything different. Did we say this was going to be their first real test? Yeah. Well, Many we, a time. We said that, yeah, but then we meant it this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do love how much... Every Huddersfield supporter fucking loves being in the Premier League. <laughs> they are so happy. They are, yeah. They Every are. time the camera goes to them, they are having the best <laughs> time. You've got to, though. Like, you, they love it so you much. You come and you're playing these big teams, and they didn't play badly. Like, the expected goals yeah. ratio, oh, it was 1.42 for Spurs, oh. and they won 4-0. So, I mean, they came up against Harry Kane, who just shoots from anywhere and scores. Yeah. And... They made one big error, and then the, the Ben Davis goal, which was Lover again, 
Ericsson had the ball in a position where he was he was ready to pick the pass. Lover comes and tackles him. Any other time, that's a great move. You've tackled him. You've dispossessed one of the best playmakers in the Premier League. But he passes it straight to Ben Davis, one on one with the keeper. Yeah. And it's like their luck just didn't go their way. And I think they they'll probably learn from that and they'll be better at, against the other big teams. At five point nine. Is Davis the best Spurs? Oh, he's gone up so much in value for your money. Um, I mean, uh, the people have spoken, and they're saying yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, Trippier also got two assists. Yeah, but Trippier isn't guaranteed to start now. Yeah, so Aurier. So actually, Danny Rose. I did. I did look this up earlier. He's expected to be back around about the twenty second. Is he going to get games? I think he's going to be eased in slowly. So I don't think you. I don't think he deserves. <laughs> After what you said, yeah, but but I mean, I think when he does come back, he'll come back to training. He'll train for a while, get his mm-hmm. fitness up. So I don't think you have too much to worry about. And you know, in the the near future, yeah, maybe he is uh, Ben Davis remains the best option. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, he's gone up loads because he started at five point five, didn't he? Now he's five point nine. But also a better person to put your money in than um, Hugazi. No, that's that's for real. Yeah, he's he's the worst that guy. Whereas, and he's gone up the same amount. Yeah, yeah, true. Literally a lower like a million. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you're looking at a guy for one of the best teams in the league who who get their fullbacks for quite a lot. So he has that high assist and goal potential. Yeah, and also one of the best defensive teams in the league. So I look at it, and I I do want a Spurs defender at some point. I don't mm-hmm. want one now, and I I've missed the vote for Davis. But I think if you are looking for someone around that sort of 6.0 yeah. mark, you can't go wrong with him. But I'm even thinking about switching out Alderville to Davis because... I think that's worth it. Yeah, and all Alderville and Vertonghen are doing is just getting the clean shirt yeah. and moving on with their lives. Yeah. And it's like, well, if I can do get someone who's the same price and is going to do that little bit extra, yeah. that has the potential to do that little bit yeah, extra. Yeah, yeah. It seems worth it. Yeah, because Alderville isn't even getting in the bonus points. It's It seems to be Sanchez who's... The main, Sanchez or Vertonghen that are yeah. getting in ahead of him and I really like Sanchez like if I was going to choose a Spurs defender for me maybe because I'm a hipster it would be Sanchez or it would be Aurier because those are two, yeah. of, two of the players I really like the look of but Ali a disappointment oh. uh, do you see his dive? yeah of course oh, I was so bad I was so annoyed I've got rid of Ali this week oh really? Yeah. who for? Uh, Coutinho oh right okay so he, he's not been living up to his price tag. And oh, this raises a question that I thought... People have you know long held the belief that you can cover Kane's points. You can get away with not having him by having Ali and Eriksson. I don't think it's true. I think this is the first season that that's, yeah. that's a fallacy, genuinely. I, yeah, because I had both of them just for the last few weeks hmm. when whoever, someone got injured yeah. or got... But I don't know, something happened. Maybe yeah. it was Mane. And I was like, oh, okay, well, just for a couple of weeks, I... I need. You got Ericsson in, didn't you? Yeah. I got Ericsson in, and now I'm keeping Ericsson, getting rid of Ali. Yeah. And one who gets Kane instead. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that is a fallacy now because it feels like Kane's almost gone up a level. But Trippier with the two assists for him as well, Davis for the the final assist for Sissoko, mm-hmm. the assists aren't even coming from Ali, and he. He actually, he did have moments, he hit the post, um, he was getting in good positions at times, yeah. but he looks a bit wasteful at the moment, and I don't know, I, I don't think, I think you should possibly have two or three Spurs players, but I think Kane has to be one of them, Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're going to do that. 
Yeah, uh, if you see Trippier's second assist, just threw it to Kane. No, that was Kane. the one where I literally missed yeah. the whole thing. It was ridiculous. He threw it to him and Kane did all the work. And I was like, oh, nice. You just get an assist for yeah. Just give the no, ball I to him. I saw in, like, on match of the day or whatever that no one was anywhere near Kane. Yeah. So I was like, how did this ball even... Yeah. Where were the assists? When? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. It was, it was a great finish. And, you know, Huddersfield can't be disappointed by that. Last thing I have to say about this... 3-0 at half-time, not a good score to be at if you want FPL points because Spurs was so chill. They were just yeah, like, yeah. oh, we've done all the work and you could see Pochettino getting so mad at the players yeah. because he was just like, where's the tempo gone? Like, then it's a good show, like a good reflection on Huddersfield hmm. after seeing what they, they were got back into it, yeah. just, you know, yeah. They, they tightened it up and I, I think there is, you know, you go in at half-time, there is an element of the other manager wanting to tighten things up and, and slow it down a bit but yes but I never want to see a team that I have FPL players in go 3-0 up at half time because yeah. it just means the game's dead uh, Man United Crystal Palace next I was trying to come up with a pun for Crystal Palace like Crystal Malice or something like Crystal Malaise yeah <laughs> yeah Shitstool Palace, I like it. That's the one. Um, so Fellaini got two goals. Obviously, he's injured now, which yeah. actually vindicates our decision to do the podcast today. Um, Romley Lukaku got his goal. So frustrating for me. I've written a joker. He's missed one of these scissors <laughs> yeah. in every game, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And it was right at the end. And everyone, everyone seemed to be of the mindset, Man United come against, uh, coming up against Palace. It's going to be a cricket score, yeah. which it was in the end. And I think I was... Yeah. I was quite averse to that. I was like, I think they'll tighten up three minutes every, in matter every scores. Year, every, every year, every year, every year, every day, every game for the last three week, three games, you've been like, no, Palace are going to be solid defensively now. Three minutes, three minutes it took one matter. It was a great play from Rashford. Uh, Rashford, I think, looks very good and yeah. arguably nailed in the Premier League. Um, for seven point six million, yeah, Rashford striker though, not midfielder, which is disappointing. It's fine. Two goals and four assists. Um, he started all but one game this season. Hmm. Definitely an option up front if you don't have Lukaku. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I'd even be inclined to say go for him over Lukaku because you can potentially get higher-value midfielder mm-hmm. or a higher-value striker. Yeah. Uh, you could get Rashford and you could get Kane because one of the points that I wanted to make about Rashford is a lot of people question with Man United who is going to start. Is it going to be Martial or Rashford? Mm-hmm. And... To me, it looks like Rashford is a Premier League player and, and Martial's getting a lot of the cup games or the, uh, the whatchamacallit, Champions League. Uh-huh. And they both look great. But yeah, I, th- I think he looks, at his price, he looks like a great option. Yeah, um, Yeah, my agony when I saw Romelu get the, the tap in. Uh, who was that? That was a, yeah, that was a Martial assist from the bench. Um, that was that was so frustrating because the whole time I was like looking at the score centre app thinking, oh my god, it's still not Lukaku. Yeah. I'm still so hyped, but that's not a good place to be for anyone. It's very worrying. Yeah. When you start having those thoughts, you're like, I need this player who's very good at football to not score. Yeah, or if you have him and you need him to score. Yeah. Like, sitting around waiting for Lukaku to score yeah. isn't fun, whereas you don't even need to sit around and wait for Kane to score. Yeah. He's just doing it. Yeah, he does it he does it quickly. He's so he's so efficient. I think the scout cast mentioned this actually. They just said, like must have been Lukaku there talking about how he's just putting them through so much hell because he's kind of bad frequently, but he's still getting goals. Yeah. And that that is kind of frustrating. Bailly was rested, which I thought was a 
not vaguely interesting in that, like, why Smalling gets in. Jones played. Everyone was worried about him being injured. Yeah, it was but all he very was like, odd, wasn't it? That yeah. Jones thing. I didn't even realise people were annoyed about Jones. Well, yeah. like, were worried about Jones. I think sometimes people just get a little bit too worked up about it when yeah. there's no solid info. Yeah. Um, but be weary of Manchester or United or wary. Uh, the next four fixtures Liverpool, Huddersfield, Spurs and Chelsea yeah it's not nice is it? and I don't think that Huddersfield game is going to be quite as, as kind as they were to Spurs because no. they've had that experience now which was important um, so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens with them um, I don't really have anything else to say about that game I mean Palace still still terrible yeah they had a lot of injuries though they did they, they've had a lot of injuries to their attacking players as well uh, Loftus-Cheek was out Benteke which Arguably, it's a good thing he was also out, but yeah, they just looked. I mean, they did have chances early on. I think they hit the post, but. But who gives it? A- in terms of a fantasy league, right? This is something for a football podcast, yeah. not a fantasy league one. Arsenal versus Brighton. I have no notes on this. No? Well, so my only note really, and, and this is kind of useless this week, right? It's useless now, but it won't be. Uh, it got the second goal. So you have Monreal with the first goal, Bellerin assist. Uh, he looks a steal, actually. I think he's 5.5 now. I think he's risen. Bellerin. But he, uh, Monreal. No, Monreal. Uh, Bellerin's 5.9. Are you I checked sure that earlier. Monreal's that cheap? Yes. I was shocked because I thought he was 6.0. Yeah. And then I, I looked it up and I was like, oh, I did not realise he was this cheap and this is why a lot of people are going for him. Mm, and the fixtures are good, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean... With Arsenal, I don't think there's any easy games. Uh, you see, yeah, but this is what I'm annoyed because you said this two weeks ago. Yeah. I was like, they've got good fixtures for the next two weeks. And you were like, yeah. oh, there are no good fixtures for Arsenal. There aren't. And they've won the last two. Yeah. So... Well, well, okay, okay. But that's if you take the result in isolation. The game against West Brom, which we won, what was it, 1-0, 2-0? So 2-0, <laughs> Mustafi gave what should have been a penalty. The ref just completely oh, missed yeah. it at 0-0. Like nailed on penalty, the game's completely different if if that penalty's given. And I I think West Brom had a lot of chances. Like they could have been ahead by two yeah. goals before the half time whistle. So the Brighton one was a bit more of a foregone conclusion. Like Arsenal were just better. That was clear. Um, but the game against Watford, I have. I think we have quite a good record at, at their place. Is it the Emirates we struggle? Right. But I still, you know, Marco Silva, good manager. I do worry. I do worry. Maybe that's just me being an Arsenal fan. I worry more for how my team's going to play. But yeah, Monreal, five point... Is it 5.5 he is now? So he's risen. Um, He he looks a great option. Very good player. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Um, It won't be 5.1. And... Iwobi just scored, right? In the he, internationals as well. He scored in the internationals as well, yeah. So For whoever he plays for. Alexis got the assist for this one, but Iwobi, I thought it pre- in pre-season looked very, very good, very sharp. Did you have Iwobi? I did. I did for, for the first week, yeah. I no, actually forgot about that until you said. No, you didn't have him for the first week. I, I did. I had Iwobi, he didn't play, and then I got Shaka yes, for a replacement. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... <laughs> That was a th- I mean, Shaka scored as well, actually, for Switzerland in a 5-1 win, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, with, with Iwobi, like, the thing you have to look at is, is Ozil going to get back into the team? Because right. it looks at the moment like Ozil has a mysterious, like, air quotes, injury. Oh, like that back injury. Like, yeah, like, maybe Arsene Wenger doesn't want to play. Maybe there's some bad blood there. So I'd look out to see if... 
if Iwobi gets in this week and if there's anything said about the injuries because he could be a steal at 5.1 in midfield. Mm. Bang up. Cool, so <laughs> Iwobi's could be a guy is actually what I've my notes, <laughs> which I think is yeah, better. That's... So now we're on to the quick fire round of the games. Yeah. Uh, West Brom Watford. West Brom Watford. I've got a fair... Right, who goes he? Who, who, goes, who is he? <sighs> 4.9, I just can't believe it. Still a 4.9 as yeah. well, check today. Yeah. But the Joker had the cheek to try and take Evans out to claim the second goal yeah. in this game, which I thought was rude. <laughs> I've written, know your place. <laughs> There's a reason you're the who Oh, please. And not the... Uh, and not Hegarzi. Not, he- and not the true Garzi. Not your actual name. <laughs> um... I'm quite here for both Richarlison and Decore. Decore? Decore. Decore, yeah. Decore. Uh, I've actually got Decore in, going before he price rose. Yeah, okay. Um, He's at 5.3, Richarlison at 6.1. Yeah. Richarlison, so close to taking his top off again. (laughs) He loves it. He was so, so close. He grabbed the bottom of his t-shirt started lifting it looked back to see if the official was watching and then put it back down <laughs> do you think the, the ref wouldn't notice he's still not wearing a shirt he'd just be like oh, it's kind of, I'm kind of looking yellowish today like maybe you won't notice like it was so funny um, but that's all I have but 6.1 I don't know if I'm that keen so is that why we've gone Ducore instead yes because he's 5.3 right yes what was the score for this it was 2-2 two, two. And it was a late goal from Richarlison, I believe. Yeah, with Holobas assist. Oh, Holobas. Which is nice, he's, isn't it? He's, he's all right. I, I do like Holobas. He's a, a good boy yeah, a couple I think, of seasons ago. Um, I've season currently ago. got Brutus. Brutus didn't play, which was fine, because someone better came in hmm. uh, last week. Yeah. So I'm getting rid of Brutus as well. I'll either get Holobas or... Kiko yeah, I was gonna say Fermenia, He is he is a guy that I'm very happy. He's, he's retained his place. Uh, Jan Matt's back, but he's he's staying in the team. I really appreciate that. What I don't appreciate is them conceding all of the goals. No, it's not ideal. <laughs> Especially against West Brom. Yeah, Rondon and Rondon. What a what a strange. I remember when he got that hat trick last year and like yeah. It was just out of nowhere. Like he'd been terrible. Loads of people got him, didn't score again yeah. for like the rest of the season. But and an assist from Phillips for Evans. Oh, well. Phillips. Like, where's good Phillips man. been for the good last? Man. I love Phillips. Yeah. He's a good player. It's just in a, a bad team. Kieran Gibbs has looked quite good for for West Brom from what I've seen. He's been getting forward a lot, getting chances. But I didn't actually see the the Richarlison goal in this game. Um, I heard it, but I can't remember it. I heard it was some sketchy defending, and I do do want to say like Richarlison is a guy that I've been talking down a bit mm. because I know there's another podcast I listen to where they love him and it was kind of annoying me <laughs> I was like stop loving this guy he's not that good yeah. he is a good player but I mean yeah. fantasy if he's gonna terms, get you, right? yeah, if, well if he's going to get you points though exactly and that's two games in a row he's, yeah. he's scored so yeah. so maybe he is an option I don't think Wat- Watford's fixtures are too kind but they're not like the next two are like Arsenal Liverpool yeah but after that, they get a bit nicer. Yeah, like, yeah. For Decore, like, 5.3 to just... Even if he's just bench fodder. Yeah. That's going to get you points every now and again. Yeah. Like, it, it's fine. It's not that yeah, totally. big a dent in your team price yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it totally depends on the structure. Um, Wat- Watford, I just don't know what team they are at the moment. I don't know their identity. Are they good or are they bad? Mm. That's, that's kind Middling. of like... Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, Stoke versus Southampton. So I don't have anything on Stoke apart from I thought about getting both Shakiri and Chupamoting hmm. during my wildcard, 
forgot all about that until mm. I looked at this document again today. I was like, oh, you know <laughs> what? Those two could I could use those in my midfield as just nothingness. So what? How, how did they do? I remember both of, those, got the winner. both of those got assists. Yeah. Um, Diouf. Diouf, yeah. It says Diouf. So <laughs> Diouf. Um, yeah, him and Crouch scored. Yeah, Crouch came on from the bench and was all happy. Ugly goal. Ugly. Oh. But ugh. he loved it. He loved it so he much. He does. He does. He comes on and gets so many goals from the bench. It's weird. Like he, he much like Fellaini, you know, he's so tall. He's a great mm. weapon to just throw in there yeah. and get get in the scraps. Yeah. Um. Very disappointing from Southampton. Southampton again. is where I've got my. I've got one high praise and two bits of massive beef. Mm. Gabbiadini, I don't even have him in my team anymore. And you're still mad. I'm still silent. <laughs> oh, Such a waste of I can't even remember what he did to offend me, but it must have been terrible. Yeah. Oh, harsh words. Like, I'm still happy he got me that one goal. I feel like he's not even playing, is he? Like, he's not even starting at the moment. You know, he didn't. It was uh, Shane Long yeah. who, who started. And Gabbiadini's coming on for the last like 10 minutes or whatever, mm. still being terrible. I, just, I don't know what to make of, of Southampton. Like, stay well, well away from any midfielders or attackers. Yeah. And I, I said this at the start of the season as well. Yeah. I've, I know so Redmond's... When I got to. Red, Redmond's a very popular... You know, don't want to tell you how to do your team because <laughs> I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, but but Redmond, to me, is this guy who every year people get hyped on him. Yeah. Oh, he looks like Thierry Henry. Like, he looks quite good. Yeah. And he does. He is a talented player, but he just doesn't do numbers. Yeah. And what you want in fantasy league is numbers. And... Gabby Adini, he had that really, really hot spell when he joined, but Southampton look like they don't know how to attack. Yeah. One, one thing I do want to say about this, though, Forster, I think we had similar situations. I had Forster conceded, like, super early, and I was like, fuck's sake. And then Forster saved a pen. Yeah. My that was really good of him. I think he got two bonus points because of that as I well, despite conceding two. Bonus points. Um, Van Dyke, hmm? 5.4 million. Pounds. You reckon he's a shark? Actually, just fuck off back, to be honest. <laughs> Go back to being a dick. Go back to the bench. Um, it was his first start this season. Yeah. And I thought he was essentially appalling. Really? From the highlights that I saw. Now, I can't remember what those highlights were. Yeah. But it was enough okay. for me we'll, to get we'll roll with it. this mad. Yeah. Um, I think there were a few, like, glaring errors yeah. that he Did he made. give away the penalty? No. No. Okay. Maybe I don't believe. I I, I saw a shot when I was no when I was recapping earlier of him looking slightly embarrassed, but I didn't actually see the no, foul. No, but he did make at least two just really yeah. stupid decisions, and it was just like, why have you come in here? Yeah. And ruined make this, this team worse. Ruined this defense. Well, I noticed that a lot of people were saying he played for he played for like the under twenty threes or whatever, and apparently he just put zero effort in, and they lost. They they did really poorly, and you know so. Saints fans are like getting hype about oh this guy's coming well maybe they're not maybe they hate him but yeah. like people are like oh Van Dyke's gonna come back it's gonna make them better it's actually made them worse by yeah. the looks of things the one true the one true profit <laughs> in this game the profit of sick volleys Maya Yoshida so good such a good volley I could have cried like I almost cried <laughs> I genuinely was almost in tears five million I believe now. Hmm. I'm safe in the belief that if you were going to get a Southampton Defeyer, it's hmm. Defeyer. 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 Defending player. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. Thank you. Um, if you're going to get a Southampton Defender in, hmm. it's Yoshida. Well, he's a he's a Defeyer and a bit of a slayer in front yeah. of goal. Like, 
he had there were points where we were concerned that he wasn't going to get starts. Yes, with, yeah, he did miss one game, didn't he? Uh, Stevens and yeah, uh, maybe Stevens. Oh, and, and Hood, 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 Hood. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it doesn't look like that was a permanent situation. Yeah, I think he is one of their one of their best defenders. Um, For sure. I don't, I don't know what formation they played. I don't know if Van Dyke played along with Hurt as well. Dan, I've not. But, but that is that is where you've beaten me here with the Southampton because I went with Cedric thinking, oh, he's going to get crosses, he's going to get assists. Yeah. But actually it's Yoshida who's been getting the goals. And I've been very frustrated by their lack of ability to keep clean sheets in games that I consider like easy, easy games. Mm. And they're not... The thing about Southampton is they don't concede a lot. Uh, but they, they keep doing this thing where they concede one yeah. against the team they shouldn't be conceding and I'm like ah oh. so I, I keep looking at the fixtures and I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna call Cedric this week and then I look at the next three and it's like oh like yeah, Burnley I I think it's worth Brighton <laughs> have you got rid of Forster or you're keeping him I'm keeping Forster you need to get rid of one I think I don't think it's worth having to buy I, them I don't need to at the moment I, I, I got more like pressing issues but like okay the, the issue for me is the, the three games coming up next are against teams that can't score. So that's... You'd hope that. That's kind of why I'm, I'm sticking. And against my own better judgment, I'm, I'm staying yeah. with, with Cedric and Forster. But uh, Everton burn... Uh, sorry, West Ham, Swansea. So I don't have much on this, but I thought Antonio looked quite good. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he get taken off as well? And then just quite kind possibly. Of, I have no idea. Um, but he's 7.5 that's expensive I think is extortionate if he wasn't so expensive yeah I'd be waiting for West Ham to get into like a nice little run of spell yeah um, and I'd he'd be the first on my list yeah. to get in but at that price I just can't like he's going to have to start being player of the year yeah before it's, I think about it again he's, he's been a victim of his success in that he performed really well like last year and the year before so his price has taken a hike yeah. And you can't really justify it. Kind of like, Not so. you know, even looking at a guy like Ramsey for Arsenal, he's 7.0 and it's like, uh, that feels like a lot considering the returns. Um, West Ham, I... Lanzini's back. Oh, yeah. That's good news. That's very good news for them. Um, I, I'm going to be watching him intently. Uh, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh, wait, this match, this is the one that freaking drove me insane because I was like, I'm on for a Norton clean sheet and three bonus points. I mean, I think a lot of people were. Yeah. And then Sacco comes off the bench, scores a freaking goal. Yeah. 90th minute. Masuaku as well. Yeah, Masuaku with the assist. Came on for 12 minutes. Masuaku has had two assists in the last two, like an assist Mm. in the last, in both the last two games. Yeah. After playing 16 minutes (laughs) two weeks ago and then 12 minutes last week. 12 minutes, that's crazy. Can someone give this guy a start? Yeah. Because if he starts, maybe. They'll start winning better. Maybe it's like Batshuayi though. I remember when he was at Marseille, he, he had this record for being a super sub. Like, every time he came off the bench, he scored. So, if and they, so they just kept bringing him off the bench for they, five minutes. If they play him for the full game, he won't do it. Yeah, yeah. But they were doing it in like really ridiculously small lengths of time. Like, give yeah. him four minutes and, and he'd and get a goal. Score. And it was crazy. Um, but Masuaku is only 4.4. Yeah. So if you do just want some bench fodder, like you need to That's free up money. That's a good money, price. you got that extra point one. And Yeah, and worse... Like, worst that happens, he doesn't play. Worst case scenario, he comes off the bench and assists because yeah. he does that every week. Yeah, but then if he if he does come yeah. in, you have got him coming in and he plays yeah. and he gets an assist. I mean, that's a good option because i got freaking 
like Jack Cork at the moment and yeah I've got ugh. rid of Carol I don't know if I have got rid of Carol but I'm yeah. going to get rid of Carol but yeah um, yeah, West Ham. I'm. I'm really looking for Lanzini to start to start getting start get good. Start getting good. Yeah, because I th- I think that will be a positive for them. Um, other than that, I I mean Swansea look a bit disappointing at the moment. I was hoping for Abraham to do a bit more. Yeah, I'm kind of ready to get rid of Norton. Yeah, he's he's one who's in the red zone for me. They have quite. I feel like they have all right fixtures. Though, they do, Swansea. but they keep conceding stupid late goals. Yeah, and, and conceding I'm thinking one. about getting Fabianski in. He yeah, would so be getting, a better option. Getting rid of Norton, getting Fabianski in for Foster hmm. I th- is where I'm going to go with Swansea. No, I like I'm that. not interested. The, the only reason I didn't get Forst, uh, Fos- Fabianski, <laughs> Forster, Foster, Fabianski, we'll begin with that. Um, the only reason I didn't get Fabianski a few weeks ago was because I was happy with my two goalkeepers yeah. and I already had Norton. Yeah. Uh, so probably wasn't totally <laughs> happy with my two goalkeepers. Uh, I was trading a goalkeeper but yeah, yeah whatever um, yeah so not not really much to say about them Swansea struggling for goals Everton Burnley Everton yes. another team who are really struggling for goals and Burnley just the best team on the planet Burnley are looking great this year now I don't remember the Burnley goal yeah but my thoughts and feelings after seeing the Burnley goal are as follows <laughs> absolutely lovely goal and a lovely bit of football glorious Burnley of what? Oh, and then I've got a stat. Oh, okay. Do you want a Give stat? Me a stat. Do you want to... I love stats. I always want stats. Burnley have won more games away from home so far this season than they did all of last season. Yeah, and they won. Didn't they only win one away from home? It's last possible season? that it was just the one. I think they had one point or like two points, like thirty games into the season yeah. away from home. Um, so that's really incredible. See, I'm so here. Burnley are on a run. Burnley going to win the league. You know what, they're, they're looking like one of those teams that are going to break into Europe. <gasps> yeah, oh my god, imagine if Burnley are in the Champions League. It's so weird. Because the, pro- the problem last year, right, it was that away form. And now yeah. they're just, they've, they've cleaned it up. And one of the, the interesting things about Burnley is they concede so many shots. Um, I don't have the stats to hand, but I remember hearing like they were in the, the top like three for, right. for shots conceded shots. In, right. in the Premier League. But what they do is they force you to take shots from horrible angles or mm. or they really they're really really organized so that you can never get a good shot off. Right. You're just getting a shot off because you're getting what's well, you're getting frustrated. The ball at the goal. Yeah, you they're frustrating you and you're like, oh I have to kick it. Burnley look great for defenders. Yeah. And game week ten I've got earmarked for the week when you have to get Burnley defenders because they have a beautiful run in for the the next like three games against Amazing. teams who cannot score. Yeah. Um Pope was the best transfer I've made this. Yeah. Heaton to Pope is the it's, best transfer he's, I've made. He's 4.0, isn't he? 4.5. 4.5. Oh, is he 4.5? Worth 4.5. Right, yeah, yeah, you're right. He, for the team he's playing for, brilliant. And that's the thing, like, he doesn't need to make so many saves because they are so strong defensively. And I think there's, or he, he makes kind of easier saves. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like the look of Burnley at the moment, especially, in, uh, particularly in defence. Yeah. Uh, Tarkovsky... Looks like a good shout. Me looks like a good shout. Any of those, those backline or uh, Nick Pope. Yeah. If you uh, if you want a keeper. It's actually offensive that um, Burnley players aren't getting international call ups. Yeah. Because they've all been pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid, but yeah, Dyche is working wonders. Uh, uh, Everton, nothing to say about them. Nope. They look a shambles, and Kerman is having a nightmare there. I, I just don't know. Like I don't understand what they're trying to do. Um, there are no, <laughs> they're not defensively particularly sound. They're not creating any chances. 
Stay well away. <laughs> Newcastle, Liverpool. I watched this one in the pub. It was good. Got some beers in me. Um, I uh, have nothing on this. Yeah, yeah. So Liverpool were a bit disappointing, I thought. I mean, Newcastle set up in a, in a way that Rafa is known for. Like, very organised, showed that they could be defensively resilient. Coutinho scored a banger of a long shot. Um, <laughs> Hosseli's goal was disgusting. Did you see his goal? Um, you know what? Maybe I fell asleep before it, it was, this was on match of the day. It was basically just kicked against him from, oh. from the, the Liverpool player. Because he can't score shots when he's taking them himself. He he has to have someone kick it against him. I see. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Newcastle put in a good performance. Uh, Liverpool didn't look so inspiring. Um, I think Salah missed a few uh-huh. few chances as and well. The, and Coutinho's goal was from outside the from outside the box. I think he's got the, like the most yeah we said goals from outside the, the box. Episode. Yeah, so he's still the <laughs> yeah now he's got even more. Yeah, um, yeah. That it wasn't a very exciting match. Like Newcastle just killed it. Um, but I, I think that's to be expected with Liverpool. It's it's against the big teams. They tend to have their good results. Yeah. Uh, and then last but certainly very least definitely least we've got Boringmouth versus the Leicester Wastemen like <laughs> you know what though I am thinking about getting Okazaki in really? yeah I think so I think he's quite cheap isn't he he's, he's like 5.6 five five. yeah um, I need some cheapness up yeah. front and their fixtures aren't bad yeah. for the next few games. Yeah. Regardless of how bad they are being. That's always the thing for me. It's that perspective, right? Because a lot of people talk about stuff like, you know, Watford's fixtures are good or like so-and-so. But then I'm like, but you're saying that from the perspective as if, like, Watford are the best team yeah. in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, for me, like, it doesn't work with Leicester because I'm looking at them and the only guy I can see that's... The only two I'd maybe look at is... Vardy and, and Maguire. Yeah. Or maybe Schmeichel as well. I was well. thinking about well, I was thinking about Maguire, but he's he's, he's expensive for yeah, it's like at least five point one. Yeah. I've written it down, hold on one second. Five point one. Yeah. So then I was like, well I could get Simpson in, four point five. Mm. And if he's gonna get clean sheets, then he's gonna get the clean sheet points yeah. too. And that's all I'd be getting him in for, it's just yeah. the clean sheet points. But I guess if you want if you've already got like a Burnley defender, yeah. you've already got like you're happy with your other defenders and you want another 4.5 like mm. maybe they they could be a shout but they don't to me look particularly defensively sound and they don't I mean, look particularly like riveting anyway. going forward no uh, I think Vardy's a popular choice at the moment he's just gone up to 8.6 yeah I just yeah. don't see them getting many goals and oh, we'll, we'll get onto my team in a minute but I've been let down significantly by a Leicester player uh, and this is it. I went in thinking Leicester are better than you know. They've had tough Best fixtures. Teams. They're better than they've shown. I don't think they are. I think yeah. they are actually a very very middling team. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Ake though. Had him in at the start of the season. Persevered for a while. Had to give up because Bournemouth looked so bad. And and nine points. Earned us with the three bonus points. Yeah. But you know we're we're proud of you, Ake. We still I'm like really you. I'm proud of Ake. Like, what was it? I think Schmeichel and was it Maguire? Like. All three, like three defenders, got like three bonus points. Well, yeah, who else would have got the bonus points? But no, oh, they, they all, all got, got three, three, rather than like three, um, two, and one. No, I think two got three and one got two. Is that it? Yes, um, I'll tell you. It I think it's definitely Schmeichel got three, and he got like one save point as well. Uh, yeah. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. They, yeah, all they of, did. Who was yeah. the third one? Fuchs. It's Fuchs. That was it. Yeah. Okay, Schmeichel and Fuchs. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Absolutely oh, insane. Daniel's just 
just outside. Yeah. How gut? How gut? I bet he has himself and his team as oh, well. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was game week seven. On to the real exciting stuff now. Game week eight. Yes. Yes. It's finally back. Oh my goodness. Have you seen... Sorry, this is my first time looking at the fixtures because who prepares? Yeah, yeah. Um, no time for that. It's wild. Yeah. Um, lunchtime kickoff. Mm-hmm. Those are the words I was looking for. <laughs> Liverpool United. That is big for a for a twelve thirty game. But who's gonna be watching? Not me. Oh, if I prepared, I would have looked at their twelve thirty kickoff records because oh. that that would be Spurs, right? Their record ridiculous. They in their last four, they've won. I think it was three two four nil four nil and four nil at their their twelve thirty yeah. kickoffs. That's insane. That is quite. That's good. really good. And uh, yeah, Liverpool Man United tasty one. I mean, I, I can't predict that one. I, I think Liverpool might might pip it. I don't know. I think it'd be like a three-three. Really? A lot of goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you not? Everyone likes a goal. I would, I would love if it was a three-three and Lukaku got none of the goals. Uh, yeah, like I wouldn't even like, be surprised. Jo- Jones gets like sent away to Japan or something <laughs> to teach kids On English. A retreat. Yeah. Uh, United bring Rooney back and start him ahead of Lukaku <laughs> and Mkhitaryan gets sent off like that would be what I want because I am anti-United and I've also well not yet because I'm leaving it to the end of the week to make sure there's no more injuries but have no more Liverpool players so yeah. I don't know I, I, I do think Liverpool might I mean the way I see it going is Jose Mourinho playing very defensively trying to get a goal with his big men and that might be what happens. It might be a 1 0 to United or a 2 1. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Three o'clock fixtures are wild. Yeah. Is anyone prepared? <laughs> I, I'm not. Burnley Maybe. West Ham. Yeah. So Burnley going to walk that. Or Burnley at home. Whew, I, that is an interesting one. I, I am very interested because one of the things, like when I was talking, waxing lyrical about Burnley, right? Yeah. I looked at this fixture and I'm like, I don't know what to expect. Uh, like Burnley will keep a clean sheet. You reckon? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe I'll pick them from a clean sheet cup just to, just to yeah. hammer that you, point. You reckon they'll win? Um, it's hard to know where the goals come yeah, from for Burnley. Maybe. Why it, not? It looks, it looks like it'll be, you know, Chris Wood or a defender. Yeah, it was Hendrick last time, right? Yeah, it's Jeff Hendrick, yeah. Not a, not a particularly uh, prolific fantasy football yeah. pick. Um, and then we've got some big guns. Oh, right. Hit me uh, with the big guns. Palace versus Chelsea. Man City versus Stoke. And Spurs versus Bournemouth. Oh. It's all at three o'clock. Yeah. So this is going to be a tricky... If you don't want your captain playing straight away, with those fixtures, with those first five fixtures that I've read out, yeah. you're struggling. I, there's something cathartic about that though, right? Because you've got all the big games at once. Yeah. You don't have that thing where, unless you have an Arsenal player, yeah. I can't see any other captains you'd want after that. So at least you don't have, if Kane plays and he blanks and you've captained him, you don't have to wait, wait and, and, and worry cry, about wait behind the sofa, like crying if Lukaku yeah. like, gets a hat trick or whatever. Um, but those three seem like, you know, the big teams are just going to walk it, right? Yeah, I mean, Crystal Palace, Chelsea, surely a comfortable win for Chelsea. And also, they couldn't have asked for a better fixture after losing to City, right? Yeah. 
Um, the the problem is maybe they might struggle for goals, but I can't yeah, I don't say know against where Palace. The goals come from. Yeah, is it gonna be Willian up front? Is it gonna be Hazard? Like, I don't I don't know, but I still think maybe it's Alonso. Maybe Alonso finally gets back in the goals, and I hope so because I, thought, I still have him. I thought you meant maybe Alonso will play striker. <laughs> oh, that would I would love that. That's what I thought you meant, and I, I was like, that. do you really think Conte would? Yeah, no, I was not that crazy. But I'd love that. Uh, City Stoke, I, I can't see past City for that just because they're, you know, in red-hot form. Yeah. And I'm very, very pleased. Actually, I'm not very pleased Aguero's injured. Like, I wish him the best in real yeah. life. But, but for Jesus owners, it's great. It's, it's brilliant because you have this situation where it's like, we know now that it's probably going to be Jesus, it's probably going to be Sane, it's probably going to be Sterling. Yeah. All getting starts rather than worrying about one of them being rotated. Sure. Yeah. And that, that to me is very encouraging, especially with their fixtures. Stoke, I think, is one of their harder ones, but I, they're, they're probably going to walk it. Uh, Spurs, Bournemouth, Spurs have a very good record against Bournemouth, yeah. scoring a lot of goals in most of the games. And Bournemouth haven't been great so far this season. Bournemouth have had a really poor start, so... The, the only thing is the, the Wembley factor, you know, whatever, but I, I can't see it having an impact. I, th- I think Spurs probably walk away 2-3, maybe even 4-0 wins, winners. Uh-huh. Maybe they'll concede, I don't know. But And the last 3 o'clock fixture is Swansea-Hudders. So this is the, the game where Norton has to prove himself, and it's against your boys. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is a 0-0. I, I can... That's what I would back, yeah. A nil or, or a Huddersfield. Yeah, Huddersfield 1-0. Hmm. Maybe two. Because, I mean, Huddersfield, they got that... I've that... got rid of... Moy. Moy. You got rid of him? Yeah. Did you feel good about that? Not now, I've just seen this. Was that for Decore? Yeah. I mean, you're still on wildcard, so it's fine. We don't... I know, but now I've just seen this fiction, I'm like... The ones coming up for Huddersfield aren't good, though. After hmm. this, they tank. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, seriously. So I think it's fine. As a, it's a good long time call. Maybe Lursel. Oh, I don't have Lursel either. Hmm. So I currently don't have any Huddersfield players. That's fine. As it's a long term strategy, that's absolutely fine. And that's how you got player. Like yeah. you don't play for the week ahead <laughs> unless you're playing free hit. Yeah. For sure. Um. So I, I, and this is my own bias because I have Abraham still. I want a Swansea one nil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I want a Swansea one nil. Abraham header from a Norton cross, but. I just don't think Norton's that good. No. I, I got him in partly a knee-jack reaction. I, I like their fixtures as well, but I was like, oh, Norton got an assist. He looked quite good in that game. I, I kind of regret it now. I feel like there are better options, but yeah, that's that's a tough one to call. Uh, Watford Arsenal, the final game of the day. Yeah, BT 5:30. Sport. Oh, BT oh, Sport, you know massive. What? I think I'm going to be out. Oh, don't do, don't do that. Um, we will mourn for you. Our <laughs> listeners will mourn. Yeah, I'm not really, like, because I don't have any Arsenal players and I'm not particularly in, enthralled yeah. by Arsenal, I don't really care about this fixture. I'm much the same. I, 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 I'm an Arsenal fan. Like, I, I'll enjoy the game, but fantasy football, like, when you support a team, fantasy football <laughs> loses a bit of its charm when you've yeah. got, three, like, two, three Spurs players and none of the team you support. And it's kind of... Because you have that double whammy, you know. If I have Lacazette and he scores two goals against Watford, it makes me feel really good. Yeah. But I, the only people I'm looking at are Arsenal at the moment. We mentioned Awobi earlier. Mm. But it's like the defenders. And I never trust Arsenal to keep a clean sheet. No. And I'm just not... I don't think this will be a really... Pass- like, I read this will be like a 2-0 or a 2-1. Hmm. 
one two nil two yeah yeah you know Arsenal will win it but yeah I, I, I think they probably goals. will if I'm being like honest with myself and not being like neggy Arsenal fan probably a, a, a comfortable ish win with some scrappy crap yeah. goals probably Montreal again or or I don't know bring or another speed off the bench to play up front <laughs> oh lord um, Sunday Sunday not so super oh, not a super Sunday but these are the kind of fixtures I live for really why Southampton Newcastle come on Yoshida do uh, I've got Cedric Forster and Lascelles like defensive masterclass from both teams so you're hoping please. for a nil-nil I want a nil-nil and I know what my clean sheet cut prediction is going to be <laughs> yeah. I think Brighton Everton is a funny one as well what a two other team this could be two nil-nils it could, but Brighton Everton could be. I Brighton could win it. I could see Brighton winning that. I I'd back Brighton to win that over Everton to win. Because I think Everton don't know who who their good players are. You know what? Also, I've put down as an option for my wildcard because I do think Brighton's fixtures are all right. Yeah. Coming up, um, I've put Solly March in. Mm, yeah, that's what someone in our league has him, and I was very surprised. And then he had him on like the week he scored. And I yeah, like, oh, I think he's been playing really well. Yeah, yeah. He's just not getting fancy points. Yeah, well, he did though. He he did get a goal well, in yeah. one of the games, but but that's it. I think in the last game, I saw a lot of him sort of getting chances yeah. and, and and get coming close. So I think maybe it's only a matter of time before. Do you say how much he was? Five. Five. That's yeah. That's a good price for a guy who's playing every game, getting chances. Yeah. I mean, my my personal take on this is just. The reason I avoid, I haven't gone for like Aaron Moy, I haven't gone for Richarlison. Like, these teams that don't score many goals, I hate having like midfielders you're from them. You're just waiting for them to score. Because you're just desperate. Them. You're yeah. just constantly desperate. Yeah. And I, I, I much prefer like, it's the same way I feel about Arsenal with clean sheets. Like, I watch Arsenal, I never feel like we're solid in defence. Whereas I watch like a Spurs or a Chelsea and they look a lot more organised yeah. and like they can. You know, if they give away a chance, it's going to be through great play rather than sloppiness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, those look like some relatively... I mean, we keep doing this, don't we? We have an actual Super Sunday followed by a terrible Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I and don't know. Made worse by Monday's fixture of Leicester versus West Brom. Like, no one's even going to care. This is going to be like a 5-4, It'll isn't like it? like the game week will be over on <laughs> Sunday night, even though... The game week isn't over. People's points aren't in. Your bench yeah. points haven't come in yet. Your oh. bonus points aren't tallied up. But it'll be over. I, I'm going to be agonised agonize this whole time because I'm going to get rid of Mahrez this week. And you reckon he's going to do it? And on Monday, I'm going to be... When, I, when like I've had two City players and none of them have done anything... No, I think you'll be safe. <laughs> I genuinely think Yeah. I, you know, just by virtue of this being on Monday night, I can see it being like an, an entertaining sort of, not super high scoring, but like maybe a, a 2 2 or 3 2 or something like that. I don't know. I, but that is, that is going against logic. Like, yeah. I think logic suggests this will be a 0 0 or a 1 1, yeah. but I, there's something about that that just jumps out to me. But yeah, in terms of fantasy interest, like, unless you have Vardy yeah. or, or like or some Hugazi. Or defenders, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of the week summed up. I mean, we'll, we'll quickly go through what we're doing with our teams, how we performed. I knew you had a, a good performance this I week, find, so do you want to yeah. go first? Despite how I just, for the first week in about three game weeks, yeah. I managed um, 
score above average. Yeah. A mere two points above average, but I managed it. Hmm. Um, I've activated my wild card. Yep. Uh, that time. So that's having a nice little... You know what? I have no idea how I got above average because the only players who I had who got more than five points were Yoshida and Pope. Wow. Who did oh, you no, captain? Oh, and Alderweireld as well. I captained Lukaku. And he got the one goal in the end. Yeah, I didn't have anyone... Like, I didn't I didn't have anyone to captain. Yeah. I didn't want to captain Jesus against Chelsea. I didn't think it was likely that... You didn't make the right choice, ultimately. Yeah. Um, it was rough. It was rough for me especially in midfield but yeah so I activated my wild card that's having a nice time I've planned it now here's a little bit of advice for you kids alright it's never too late to do your wild card <laughs> to the point where I activated this last Saturday yeah as in 10 days ago yeah I still have only made two transfers <laughs> like it's what? all planned now I've got it yeah, yeah. but I'm not actually that Asked about moving. You're, you're like so the opposite to the traditional fantasy football player like, who's like changing stuff like for hours and hours yeah. on the first day they do yeah. it. So Friday night, Saturday morning is when I'm looking to make everything yeah. official. Apart from like keep bearing in mind price rises and yeah. price falls and stuff like. But that's kind of the only reason why I activated it. Yeah. Last weekend was because. Ali looked like he might drop and Moy looked mm. like he might drop. Yeah. And Dakuro was definitely rising, so I was like, well, I'll get him in and then be done with it. Make that quickly, yeah. Yeah, Kane was probably one I should have jumped on as well. Um, even if I wasn't going to keep him, I should have just got him maybe before he'd gone up. But yeah. it is what it is. I'm not overly bothered. Yeah. Um, I've still got 2.5 million in the bank as well. Ooh, nice. Which is a hefty amount to play with. That is good, yeah. So, yeah, we're having a nice time over here. Yeah. Um, so what, are you looking to get Kane in? I think you said earlier. Yeah, like I think Lukaku. I'm going to do Lukaku for Kane. What's your front line now? Uh, well, currently I've got Chicharito, Lukaku, Jesus, but I'm looking at keeping Jesus for the moment hmm. until Aguero is back hmm. or until Morata is back because hmm. I want Morata in. Yeah. So that'll be a straight swap. Yeah. Um, and I want to get Kane in for Lukaku and then downgrade Chicharito to Okazaki or Abraham probably yeah. Okazaki yeah yeah I, I really I don't like the way that the meta is going for uh, FPL this year so I mean I, I had a distinctly average week as well um, 54 points oh, that's above average and it's well three above average the problem is right I had all my points in the first freaking game like uh, 26 yeah. points from Kane uh, there was no question he was going to be my captain. Was I not in tears? Like three o'clock, circa three o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> I was like, I've got no points, everything is. No. It was after the Spurs game, I was yeah. like, okay, sweet. I've got a few points, like All the World's done yeah. some things, I've got some points. And then it was during the three o'clock games, and I was in tears. Like, why haven't I got any points? This is the worst. <laughs> Everyone's scoring, I have nothing. Pope really saved it for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, that, that's the thing I, I had. Such a bad week. Basically, Ben Davis killed it for me because I I had my defense right. Cedric one point, Alonso two points, Norton two points. Stolen from the, the last freaking minute with that Sacco goal. Yeah. Kiko Firmenia. I, I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily expecting him to do great again, but like one point. Yeah. Uh, Forster nine points. So when he got when they went a goal down and then they gave away a penalty, I was like, oh, man, praise the Lord, <laughs> like. I'm so glad they've given away a penalty because Forster, I mean, last season he, he saved me against Liverpool with, yeah. a, with a save from a penalty. So yeah. I was like, yeah, this is cool. 
Uh, JT is my only other player to get more than three points with an assist. Uh, so Abraham to Mane to Mares didn't even start. So come on. So obviously I'm I'm captaining Kane again this week. Yeah. Coming up against Bournemouth, great record against Bournemouth. There's no other choice. I'm going to take a minus four this week. Ooh. I've decided. My first hit of the season, and I typically don't do it, but Mane's injured, has yeah. to come out. Mares, if he's not starting, I, I'm not waiting another week. And I, I look at City right now. Yeah. Sterling and Sane have to get them in and have that, that trio, the, the triumvirate. What is it? The triad? The triads. <laughs> yeah, so I need to get this triad in. Um, I keep giving Cedric one more week. Yeah. So this is what's happening. Uh, Kiko Femenia is going to drop to the bench for me. I'm going to bring Lascelles in and hope for that nil-nil. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I look at my team and I'm like, I'm pretty happy with it. But the, the meta of the game this year is like, get three like heavy hitter strikers and then have a horrible midfield. Yeah, I don't like that. At I all. didn't like it at all. No, I, I think a lot of the the what you'd consider top players like they're they're doing it, but I I don't believe in that strategy. I don't think it doesn't give you any flexibility and no. you're. You're relying so much on uncertain players where I just don't think it's necessary. So, so yeah, Mares and Mane are gone. I, I hope that City smash Stoke and uh, Spurs smash Bournemouth. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be an interesting week, that's for sure. Do you want to get your clean sheets in? Yes, I do. I do indeed. So, I'm going to go, quite naturally. Uh, you know, I like to gamble on things that make some, my weekend uh, better. Some clean sheet cup stats, actually, if you oh. if the people would like them. Yeah, okay, you go go for some stats first. So Dan and Ant both got a point last week. I did not. Um, it was the fourth time Dan has gone for a game where Spurs are playing. The third <laughs> time Dan has backed Spurs, and the second time he's got a point backing Spurs, and the only two points Dan has. That's pretty good. Ant has. Backed either Manchester United or Manchester City in all but one game week. Yeah. And has got a point in all of those game weeks. <laughs> so conservative. Apart from when he, when he backed Brighton, he did not get a point. Yeah. Every other, every other game, he's got a yeah. point. Um, I have owned... The only team I've ever backed twice is Burnley. And both of those weeks were the only times I've got points. Lesson learned, eh? So Back Burnley some, every time. I mean... I'm here, oh, I didn't I just say that I had to do that now? Yeah. What, who are they playing? Uh, Burnley have West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah, I'm going to go for it. Burnley yeah. at home to West Ham. Be nice. Be nice, wouldn't it? There haven't been too many nil-nils this year, actually. I, I, I don't know if it's just, you know, early season, but I, I'm going to go for a nil-nil Southampton-Newcastle because if it, ha- if it comes off, I get the points in my fantasy league. Yeah. Uh, well, that would be, what, like a minimum of, like, 18 points for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, provided no one gets a yellow card or whatever. Yeah. And I'll get three points on the board for, for Clean Sheet Cup, so... Yeah, well, you get two points, I think, if you... Is it two? It's just two. Oh, damn. That sucks. We can check back the earlier episodes and see what it is, but... I'm not going to do that. We'll just call it two. <laughs> and Ant is absent, so he's not having a... He doesn't get a choice. He's not having a choice this week. He is... I've been too lenient on other weeks where he's missed... Yeah, it's, I mean, if, if the listeners can't hear it, then how do we know he's... Yeah, he backed United last week, but who knew? Because he didn't say it on the podcast. You should just give him a bad team and deduct it. I don't know. Um, We should just uh, not have him on the podcast. I mean, another solution, potentially. Um, Yes, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I mean, uh, I have genuinely missed the football. Like, I feel it's nice. It's nice to have a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got another break coming up. 
November? Uh, like mid, early mid-November. Yeah. Mid-November, let's say. Yeah. And then it's like full steam ahead for the next four months. <laughs> and that's when it gets really interesting. And then you've got like the Christmas period oh, where it's like, just game after game. I don't want to think about it. Do Are there know? not like five games in the space of two weeks yeah, or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. It's And there's... um. So Arsenal, there's talk about them potentially playing on Christmas Eve and then having a game on Boxing Day as well. What? And I'm like, what? This is we crazy. Can't, you don't even have time to get the beers. In. Yeah. Uh, basically, a lot, of, a lot of people are quite angry about it, a lot of fans because it's like, well, I've got things to do on Christmas Eve. Yeah. But, but they're, they're toying with it. So I don't, we'll probably hear more on that soon. Yeah. Um, but that about wraps it up for today. It I does. mean, if, if you enjoyed this podcast... And definitely hit up that iTunes. Oh yeah! Give us a five star rating. Give Apple, us a little comment. Apple Podcasts, I believe Apple they like Podcasts, to call it now. Yeah, yeah. The, this rebranding into oh, Apple. Let's everything. not get into it. You know what? If you work for Apple, we just, hope that you have a bad game. We hope that you have a bad game week. <laughs> uh, but no, no. Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this podcast, definitely give us a little rating. Give us a five stars. That'd be really nice. You can uh, follow us on the interwebs. We yeah. have a, a Twitter account. At, at the Danalysis. Yep. And last but certainly not least, get those emails in. Oh yes. What is our address, Natalie? It is hello at the Danalysis. And you have to say like dot com. Oh. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> yeah, dot com. Yeah, yeah. Hello at the Danalysis.com. But you have to say it like you said it. You have to type it like hello, hello at the analysis. Oh, that was perfect timing. Exceptional, exceptional. Well, it's been a pleasure. I have missed our little podcast and I have missed Fantasy League. Oh. We wish you all the best. Yeah, in good your, luck, uh, everyone. Good luck. Get those points on the board. Captain Harry Kane, you know it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And everyone get rid of Lukaku because I hate him and he needs to stop scoring goals. Dan's just waffling now. <laughs> just waffling. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thanks. Bye.